let's go. I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important. Trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life. I never settle. Good evening, guys. What's up, Dog Nation? This is uh, Jeff Sintel, dognation.com recruiting reporter. Hope everybody's having themselves a fabulous Wednesday night. Uh, got a lot to get into today. Um, let me see. First of all, how's everybody doing? How's everybody doing? Uh, I think I'm going to try to rekindle. Uh, let me see. First, first four or five through the door, I'm going to call you out with a shout out. So bank six. Hey, man, what's up? Hey, man, busy. Just uh, counting up another huge week for Georgia recruiting. Uh, Chris Hayes, Darnell, Arford, uh, Jerry Dogs fan, uh, Toyn Glover. Uh, Mr. Glover, thank you for your service as always. Mike Brown, uh, Dissum31, Bank6, Philip Overstreet, Kale, Sowles, Chris Hayes, Steve, Self, Randy Payne. What's up, everybody? Welcome in, Dog Nation. Hello, uh, Dog Nation YouTube. Hello, Dog Nation Facebook. Hello, Dog Nation homepage. Hello, Dog Nation Twitter. Hope everybody's having themselves a fine uh, Wednesday night. I'm Jeff Sintel. I'm going to be your tour guide through all things Georgia football recruiting. And uh, we got a lot to talk about tonight. Um, you saw in the headline, I think, uh, if you saw in the headline, I think uh, the number I'm currently tracking, kind of like NORAD and Santa, uh, would be seven current five stars in the 2022 and 2023 classes. Uh, that are already con committed and confirmed to be in Athens for that top 10 uh, showdown on Saturday. That's something we'll get to in just a second. First of all, the news of the day, uh, which is, I guess, is news that happened maybe about 16 days ago. Uh, Georgia got the commitment from an elite, in my mind, a very impressive uh, 2023 um, class of 2023 cornerback. Uh, his name is uh, K.N. Lee. Uh, think uh, K.N. Lee. Uh, and if, let me see how many people have uh, read the tweets and uh, read the story on dognation.com. Uh, I'm going to I'm going to do something. I'm going to see. Let me see what I can do here. <clears throat> um, who knows the nickname that Mr. Lee has across uh, his Cedar Grove High School football program? Let's see how smart you folks are. Who knows uh, the nickname there for uh, K.N. Lee of Cedar Grove High School? Uh, I'm going to watch the chat for just a little bit and let the comments come in. Uh, what's up, uh, Darrell Dar Tony? I hope I got that first name right. Throw a flag on me if I did. Uh, from Virginia Beach, uh, beautiful Virginia Beach. And I think Tony Henry is the first one that nailed it, just ahead of uh, Stephen Head uh, and others. Uh, Jeremy Barber, uh, Mr. Lee's nickname is uh, Big Play K. Um, and he, uh, man, I tell you what. I dropped a kind of a nugget in the dog nation story today, but I think there could potentially be uh, five future Georgia Bulldogs um, on the Cedar Grove high school defense right now. That would be kind of the max. The number might not get that high, but potentially there could be, um, there could be uh, five um, potential Bulldogs on the uh, Cedar Grove high school defense right now. Currently there's a commitment from Kyan Lee, Kyan Lee, and then there is a commitment from uh, Carlton Madden Jr. Uh, that could be more. It could grow to more. Obviously, yes, Christian Miller is on that uh, on that uh, team as well. Uh, we wrote about him a lot on DogNation.com this week. I hope you guys got a chance to read that story, kind of why, why Christian Miller is so eccentric. I guess I would say charismatic. He was kind of forced to when he was told that he could no longer play football. I hope you read that story. I think Georgia's chances with Christian Miller were already improving before the decision made here by his good buddy and teammate, Mr. Lee. Um, but, you know, Kyan is a guy, Kyan Lee, excuse me. I know his name. I, 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 but uh, sometimes I'm sitting here trying to think about several things at once. Got some spinning platters here. But uh, Kay is – I think he's a dynamic defensive back. He was the best player on that defense last year as a sophomore. Even Christian Miller admits that. Uh, he was the region defensive player of the year. The folks around Cedar Grove, when they think about guys that have been special and guys that have played uh, great on the defensive side of the ball, I think the name that uh, comes to mind from an athlete standpoint would be Jaden Hazelwood, currently the, the tremendous junior receiver for Oklahoma, former Georgia commitment, former five-star wide receiver, former number one um, 
receiver in the country. Bearded Dog, how are you, man? Uh, from Afghanistan, man. Hope you're doing well, man. Bearded, hope uh, you are safe uh, in your travels over there in Afghanistan. Um, but he's a guy I've been watching for maybe almost two years now, at least going back to like last June, last July. Um, really came down to Georgia and Ohio State for uh, Mr. Lee. Uh, he's about the nation's number 14 deep corner. He can play a lot of positions. He can play the back end. He can play a nickel. He can play a slot. He can play a star. Uh, number 121 overall prospect in the class. Uh, uh, KN will be in uh, uh, Athens on Saturday for his first game as a public Georgia commitment. It will be his second commitment um, of the uh, season. A bearded dog, you put one over me, man. I'm kind of like Ron Burgundy, man. When you put something on my teleprompter, I'm usually going to read it, especially when it's something as serious as that. Um, but uh, you got me. If you if you wanted to get me and everybody else, you got me. Um, but to stay on task here, I think he's a great pickup for Georgia. He's the sixth uh, commitment in the class for the class of 2023. Um, he was a guy that um, – you know, Oklahoma is still number one in the class of 2023, but I think the dogs will be just fine there when all is said and done for the 2023 class. Meanwhile, Georgia now has 17 commitments uh, for the 2022 cycle, and they're going to try to add to that with folks. This is what this is going to be. This is going to be the biggest uh, recruiting ball game weekend of the season. When you combine the recruits in town, when you combine uh, the lure and the specter of college game day in town, a top 10 matchup, Sam Pittman, a lot of good feelings and good vibes there, good vibes there. But folks, let's just jump right into it. Look at this list. My current tally, as I said, we have seven, seven, seven current five stars that are committed uh, to that are not committed, but they're committed to being at Georgia, Arkansas uh, this week. I think let's look at this uh, quickly. Thanks, Michael, for this uh Neat and tidy graphic, but you got Shamar Stewart. That's an unofficial visit out of Opalaka, uh, Florida. It's already about six four and a half, six five, two seventy. I think a, a good comparative right there would be uh, Trayvon Walker, um, Kamar, Kamari Wilson. This will be an official visit for Kamari Wilson out of IMG Academy. He's the nation's number one safety. And let's let's take a minute um, as we jump into this list. I know everybody's getting giddy, but let's not get in front of her skis. What I want to do to set this up is this is an alignment of stars, not just five stars, but kind of a, an intersection of a lot of um, unique events that are going to benefit Georgia on Saturday. Number one, um, Sam Pittman has a great ball team that he's bringing into, into town this week, which made this a top 10 matchup. He beat Texas. He beat Texas A&M. And he kind of really supersized the hype above what was expected for this football game. Uh, that attracted college game day. That attracted the ESPN cameras. Everybody in the country will be taking a look at this game to see uh, on different levels if Arkansas is for real and then um, just how real Georgia is. Because if Georgia can put down um, a whooping on, um, on Arkansas, and I think the line somewhere right now is around 19 points, and if Georgia can get it done in a big way uh, on Saturday, that's going to be another – it's going to kind of vault to the list is now their best win of the their best win of the season, uh, even above what uh, how impressive that Clemson win looks right now. Some luster there is definitely off the Clemson win, but um, when I mean intersection of a lot of uh, unique events, let's also talk about IMG Academy. IMG Academy has a ton of players. Um, they're going to send at least four or five players to Georgia on unofficial and official visits this weekend. That's in the 2022 and 2023 classes. They're actually off this weekend. So that all comes together where this piece comes together, this piece comes together, IMG Academy, guys like Kamari Wilson, Big Bear Alexander, uh, they can take uh, an official and an unofficial visit respectively um, to, to Georgia. Um, key 2023 targets like Jonel Aguero, uh, guys, he's ran a 4-3-8 laser. Lewis Seen, he's also from Massachusetts. You'll see him down there in the 2023 class. He likes Georgia, really likes Georgia. And Lewis Seen said when we wrote about uh, Jonel this summer uh, that he said, uh, mark, mark his words, even tweeted it out that um, he tweeted it out that he thinks Jonel Aguero will be a better than him in college. Malachi Starks, the Georgia commit, will be there. Michael Williams, still publicly committed to USC. Uh, he will be there as well. You see Big Bear Alexander going down the list right there. Here's what this is key. Uh, he's He went to Georgia, 
for the Georgia-Clemson game. He went to Georgia at the end of July. He's at Georgia now for a big top 10 matchup on game day. It will be the first time that Big Bear Alexander has ever been inside Sanford Stadium as a recruit, um, as a very much wanted recruit. Remember, he's the former commitment who committed to Georgia on the 2021 signing day. His final two is Texas A&M and Georgia. Uh, he recently moved out of the state of Texas because he could not be eligible to play uh, his senior season due to the um, governing body of that high school governing body of that state. So he jumped to Florida. I think he's going to wear number 96 and he's going to play the remainder of the season and he's going to get a senior season with IMG Academy. Um, still going to keep an official visit in his back pocket to see Georgia. Still going to go see Texas A&M as well. But I think um, him moving to IMG Academy uh, for the rest of his senior year definitely takes a little bit of that home field advantage away from uh, Texas A&M in this recruiting race here. Uh, Branson Robinson is expected to be there. That's the nation's number three overall running back out of a Germantown High School in Madison, Mississippi. Dayon Bowie is expected to be there as well on his official visit. He is a Texas A&M commit, uh, also a former Georgia commitment. Um, Julian Humphrey, some folks, he likes to be known as Julio Humphrey. Florida commitment, had a great time at Florida for the Florida-Alabama game. Currently seems like a public, very grandstanding, happy um, kind of uh, recruiting ambassador commitment for Dan Mullen's Gators. Let's see how things go for him on his official visit to Athens. Um, he's out of Houston, Texas as well, guys. He's really fast, about a 10-5-5 in the 100. Can play a lot more positions, not just a pure outside kind of boundary corner or a press corner. He could play all over the package. Um, Marquise Ghost Groves Killebrew will be there. I'm expecting him there as well. These are all top 125 recruits that are expected to be in town uh, for this weekend. Uh, Marquise Groves Killebrew have told me, has told me his number one target for the class. We kind of shared that story a while back that um, Georgia's commitments had a Zoom meeting a while back, and they all picked out uh, who their target would be that they would kind of want to focus on in the 2022 cycle, and uh, MGK picked Kamari Wilson, so obviously he'll be there for uh, Kamari's official visit over the weekend. Um, 2023 class, the nation's number two overall prospect, LT Overton. I think LT has visited Kentucky and Oklahoma so far. I think Alabama's in the mix there, but I certainly think Georgia's in the mix there as well. We mentioned uh, Mr. Aguero earlier. Victor Burley, who I saw this past weekend, Warner Robbins and uh, Lee County, he played pretty well. Number 37 overall, he's going to be in town. Trey Scott came and visited him on uh, Friday for his game last Friday night against number one Lee County. I expect Pierce Sperling, kind of one of the true Pied Pipers of the 2023 class, to be in town as well. He's having a brilliant senior year. Makari Vickers, former high school teammate of Terry on Arnold down there in Tallahassee, Florida. He's going to be in town. Uh, Kyan Lee, uh, Kayan Lee, who we just spoke about earlier, who we were trying to get him to join us tonight as our special guest, but he wasn't able to make it. Um, he uh, had, had, had was trying um, to hunker down and make our show, but nonetheless, we'll get him on our show again sometime real soon. Uh, had a couple other guys um, confirmed to me since we got uh, since this list was built. Uh, four-star linebacker Raylan Wilson out of Tallahassee. He's got Georgia in his top five. He's another top 100 prospect in the 2023 class. Uh, he will be there this weekend. Um, let me see. My phone is always um, jumping. Um, let me see. Uh, let's see. Caleb Downs, he will actually be at Clemson. Uh, uh, A.J. Harris will not be uh, at Georgia this weekend. He's going to come for the uh, Kentucky game on the 16th. Um, A.J. Harris, the five-star corner in the 2023 cycle, will actually be at LSU this weekend. Um, let me see, going through a lot of other names and list the guys on the names. Uh, so that's a good overview, guys. Simply put, a lot of players are coming in the 2022 and 23 cycles. Probably going to be the biggest recruiting weekend. We were already counting up seven five-stars uh, that plan to be in the house. Um also, you know, there's other guys. There's an FSU commitment um, that's coming out of IMG Academy as well. Uh, he's not a top 125 prospect, though. Um, Xavier Brown has a question. Uh, do I think the noon game time helps or hurts us with the recruiting this weekend? Um, you know, I think uh, it's kind of – I think it's kind of a push. I think it's going to help having game day there. 
the environment that will be created by the um, noon kickoff and how loud the stadium will be. Uh, I think you're going to have more time after the game to visit with a lot of players. Uh, I think that will be helpful as well. And just the lure of how Georgia handles the top 10 opponent. Remember, guys, kind of the, the modus operandi for this season, Georgia recruiting. It's not the lights, even though Christian Miller had a very good description of it on the pages of dognation.com this week. Um, it's really how well Georgia plays on the field, which will do its most effective recruiting. And I think that's probably the biggest tool to look at right there, how well Georgia plays, how dominating the defense and offense looks um, with the situation to JT Daniels and his injury. And, folks, it sounds like that injury is just kind of something that's going to be with him for a while. He's going to have to play through it. I would expect to see uh, Stetson Bennett as well in the game on Saturday as well. Um, So there's that, guys. That's a good starter piece of what we're going to talk about tonight um, here on – here on Before the Hedges. Some other big news. Um, let me see what else we can write about. So I, should I tell you how things went uh, when I was in East St. Louis over the weekend? Did you guys catch that the Dog Nation uh, staff sent one of their own up to East St. Louis to see Luther Burden play on on Saturday? Um, that was fun. That's fun. I got a lot of stuff to tell. I put an immediate story up with Luther Burden that kind of said, kind of stated how things are going for him. His decision will be on October the 19th. He moved that up a day. Uh, <laughs> I think Jeremy Barbary wants to go behind door number two. Jeremy, does that mean door number two? Does that mean you want to hear uh, about Luther Burden? You, you guys want to hear a little bit about a little bit of drip of intel about uh, Luther Burden? Uh, so I saw him. I saw him play. Uh, it's funny. He dropped his first pass, and there was another play where he. It was, a, it was like a fourth and goal situation. He didn't run his route deep enough, and he made the catch on an out route, but he was pushed out of bounds right on the half-yard line, so they turned the ball over on downs. Uh, after that, the guy was uh, – let, let's say uh, the fuse was lit. He had a gargantuan game after that. I think he had three touchdowns. Uh, the thing with Luther Burden I think is interesting is he, he will kick off. He will punt for his team. Not that East St. Louis, the Flyers, will punt much at all, but um, – he really had a dominating game. This guy is a furious, and I don't know if I've ever covered a Georgia receiver that was quite as, I want to say medieval. I want to say merciless. I want to say cold-blooded, kind of cold-blooded receiver, uh, defensive back killer type thing. Uh, that's what Luther Burden is like. So let's let's kind of set the stage here for Luther Burden. So he told me he's going to visit. He's got two visits. He's got an unofficial visit still left to the uh, University of Missouri. And uh, that's going to be an unofficial visit. He can't visit this weekend for Tennessee because he's got a game on Saturday with East St. Louis. Um, so he's going to visit the following week, which would be against North Texas. I think that's a noon kickoff as well. And then he's going to take his official visit to Georgia for the Kentucky game. So Georgia will have the last visit before he makes his decision known on October the 19th. And Georgia will have an official visit and a much bigger game than Missouri will have just hosting North Texas. So I think Georgia is going to put its best foot forward there. It's really, I know his top three is announced as Alabama, Georgia, Kentucky. He's not going to visit Alabama. And he told me, uh, it, I would not be wrong if I just articulated that the decision is really just down to to Georgia and Mizzou. I think that's fair to say. I think the the hook there, um, without giving away my whole story, which will will come up tomorrow, drop tomorrow. But um, I think the I think the thing with with Mizzou is he likes the way they've recruited him. Uh, he likes the way that they've been um, pitching him about maybe changing the dynamic of the program. Uh, it's also local. It's only about two hours away from his home, right on in East St. Louis. East St. Louis is actually in the state of Illinois, uh, but um, it's right across the border. You know, you cross the river there, the arch, and East St. Louis is right there. It's about 15 minutes from the uh, St. Louis airport. Um, and I'll tell you what, I think Georgia has a really strong shot there uh, with Luther Burden. That's, that goes without saying. I, I thought Georgia had a good shot with him. Um, that's why I wanted to go up there and check things out. Um Let's see. So, Mr. Burden, um, I think I'll I think I'll stop right there. I hope you guys were uh, paying attention. Uh, all right, guys, let's reset things right now. This is before the hedges brought to you by Kroger. This episode all becomes a uh, a podcast that also shows up 
a curated version shows up on YouTube, shows up on our Dog Nation Facebook page afterward, um, and also becomes a podcast where you can find on, find on Spotify, excuse me, SoundCloud, and the Apple Podcast platform, among many other ways where you can find uh, this program. Hope you guys are enjoying it so far. As always, this program is brought to you by Kroger. Speaking of Kroger, um, <laughs> speaking of Kroger, uh, let's take a minute and let's take about 30 seconds. It's time for that weekly spot we have every time where uh, you guys get to hear from our good friend Brandon Adams and we get to take a tour through uh, a facsimile of your nearby local Kroger. We'll get back to the show in just a moment, but first, a quick word from Kroger. Kroger has made shopping for the groceries and household essential items that you need even easier by offering free pickup. Just shop online, choose a pickup time convenient for you, and Kroger will carefully pick out your order and bring it to your vehicle when you arrive. So the next time you're ready to shop at Kroger, take advantage of the free pickup. It's just another way that Kroger is fresh for everyone. There you have it, guys. Speaking of Kroger, uh, there's going to be some Krogering done uh, before the game and the tailgates that are going to be flowing at about 8, 830, uh, 8, 8.30 on uh, Saturday morning. What time is everybody getting there to the game on Saturday? Uh, I'm sure everybody's going to have some facts, some representation of barbecue, some representation of bacon, uh, maybe BLTs, some maybe some uh, ribs, maybe some St. Louis ribs, maybe some brisket or whatever. I'd love to hear uh, what time everybody's getting to the tailgate. And I also love to hear what everybody's having on Saturday. I think I'm going to pull the dog nation uh, recruiting, uh, recruiting ride into Athens sometime around right, right around 8 a.m. on Saturday. And that'll be kind of early for me because uh, Brandon and I will be uh, at the, uh, at the Trinity Christian uh, Eagles landing uh, Christian Academy game on Friday night as well on Peachtree TV and with uh, score Atlanta. Um, Speaking of that Kroger commercial, did you guys watch uh, Brandon and I in the booth last week? First of all, thrilling, uh, thrilling game, fun, really good back and forth for about two quarters between Lee County and Warner Robins. Warner Robins really looked impressive. But the reason why I bring that game up is that Kroger commercial that appears in uh, the broadcast on Peachtree TV, um, uh, it was – it wasn't wasn't Brandon and that threw me because we're in the booth, we're in a break, and the Kroger commercial. And I, and I remember that melody, I remember that jingle, and it's a different voice. Brandon's voice was not on that Kroger commercial, and that was kind of funny. Uh, at least it was funny to me. Um, Robbie Pearson is smoking a pork buck, pork butt Friday afternoon to be ready Saturday morning. Um, so interesting. A lot of folks are going to be at the town. Uh, Randy Hall says, is Georgia looking at Warner Robbins as running back? Randy, that's just a situation, man, where there's just too many um, good players to go around, even in the state of Georgia. I think, I think Mr. Brown's going to be a high-level ACC, uh, mid-tier SEC back. I think he can play for a lot of places in the country. I think he could probably be deadly at Florida, even, a school like that. Uh, much, much uh, you know, Also a school like Auburn, uh, schools like a lot of those places. But I think Georgia's eyes right now are set on – some really tremendous running backs. And really there's three names in the 2023 cycle. There's the legacy Justice Hayes. There's the five-star Reuben Owens, the second who uh, visited Georgia for the uh, South Carolina game. Arch Manning was with him as well. And uh, there's also Richard Young down in uh, Lehigh Acres, Florida. Those are kind of the, the – that's really kind of the board there for Georgia in the 2023 cycle. Um, certainly those um, – Names are kind of what Georgia recruits every year. They go after the very best running backs in the country in the 2023 class. And um, I'm sure Del McGee, uh, he would love to take two out of those three names because I think he's going to take two out of those three names. And uh, uh, he sure like to take two out of those three names in the class of 23 in terms of the nation's finest running backs. And folks wonder, you know, Georgia's taking two running backs in 2022. How can they get 22 in 2023? Well, Let's back things up. Lavoisier Carroll was the only running back they chose. They signed in 2021, but he was con quickly converted to corner. He's going to stay at corner, according to my information. So that means uh, really by the 2023 season, uh, Kendall Milton will no longer be there. I think Kendall Milton's the type of player that would be 2021 and 2022. Of course, Zamir White and James Cook will be in the uh, NFL by then. So will Kenny McIntosh and really – the only running backs that will still be on campus by then uh, might be Dejon Edwards, 
and it might be uh, Branson Robinson and Jordan James who are actually coming uh, in this class. So uh, heck of a uh, heck of a situation there for Georgia having to go back to back with uh, a dynamic pair of two two tailbacks in each class. Um, let's see top targets time, guys. Let's hit that. Let's get that going. I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about the Arkansas game and also what I what I thought coming out of the um, coming out of the break. We've moved this up a little bit. You know, folks, Andre Green Jr. in Georgia, I think Georgia still keeps hanging around there. I think the fact that Clemson is not really impressing this season and Georgia is, is helpful there. I think Georgia's kind of sort of in a better spot than they were two weeks ago or three weeks ago with Andre Green Jr. Uh, Michael Williams, uh, USC commitment number 10, uh, four-star edge, and I whiten. And guys, before I start here, I'm going to tell you right now that really – from nine down to one, it gets really tight. I mean, I, I, I can move guys up and down uh, from week to week, um, but it's really tight how in my the value system and how important I think those guys would be for Georgia along with kind of the mutual feeling on both parties. These guys are, are really close. If I had to sit there and frustrate you guys, I would probably do something like a, a four-way tie for third or a three-way tie for fifth or something like that. But take a look at this. You got a nine white. I think Georgia did a 565-foot home run, one of those Mickey Mantle tape measure shots with um, how they've performed so far this year. I think they've removed a lot of the questions he had about Georgia's pass rush uh, under Dan Lanning. Uh, and I think he had a great time at the South Carolina game. Big Bear Alexander, I, he is going to be in town this weekend. I think uh, this visit should go tremendous. This visit should be a brilliant visit for, for Georgia and for uh, Mr. Alexander and all parties. Uh, I think Georgia's really in the mix of this thing for Big Bear Alexander, and I've kind of felt that way uh, shortly after the decommitment as well. Um, Ernest Green, he visited Georgia on his official visit for the South Carolina game. That was another wonderful Wonderful opportunity for Georgia to sell, sell itself. Um, Hero Canoe, number six, uh, he's going to visit Georgia for the Missouri game. That will be his official visit. Georgia is one of his five official visits. Still like uh, Georgia to have a great shot there with him. Uh, number five, folks, if you're paying attention, uh, this is the highest ranking I have ever given Luther Burden the third. Uh, little, little, little tight on space there, but Luther Burden the third out of East St. Louis. Um, this is the first time he's cracked the top five and the top targets for uh, 2022. Uh, Jaheim Singletary out of Robert E. Lee in Jacksonville, Florida is number four. Christian Miller, number three. Did you guys read the story? Uh, to paraphrase, he was already feeling Georgia a lot at the Clemson game. He loved the environment. He loved the way that Georgia played, the way the defense played. And then when he came to Georgia for the South Carolina game, everything got him. The way the coaches treated him, the way he felt like a priority, got to hang with Quavo a little bit in the locker room afterward. The red lights got to him. He felt like he was there. He felt like he was living it uh, so much better than seeing it on TV or social media. Uh, Oscar Delt. Remind, a couple of things for Christian Miller. I want to make sure you guys get this information clearly. So here's his current plan. He's going to go to the All-American game. And on January the 7th, he's going to make his commitment. Um, but he will no longer enroll early. That means he will not sign during the early period. That means he plans to sign in February on National Signing Day, the old school signing day. And he will report to whichever school he chooses. Right now, it's basically just Georgia and Ohio State. Oregon's in there a little bit, but not as much as Georgia and Ohio State. And uh, he will report to one of those three schools um, – sometime this summer, likely in late May. He did tell me he has eliminated USC from consideration. Uh, USC basically uh, made a uh, tactical error in his recruitment, uh, among other things. Uh, so that's why it's really he's really just down, down to those three schools. Uh, number two, some big news for Oscar Delp. He dropped it earlier this week, the nation's number three tight end, uh, who will be visiting South Carolina this weekend. He's going to follow suit on what he always wanted to do. Um, which was he wanted to visit all these schools. We talked about that a lot in last week's show, but he's going to visit South Carolina this weekend. I believe they're playing Akron. Uh, I'm sure somebody will correct me if, uh, if, I'm, if I'm not on point with that. But then he set a commitment date. He's going to have a ceremony from his school in the West Forsyth High School cafeteria. It will be broadcast live in Atlanta on Fox 5 Atlanta. I'm sure you can catch it on their app, to, app as well. Uh, he's going to make his decision on October the 13th at 6.50 p.m. 
really he's down to he's down to Michigan, uh, Clemson, Georgia, and South Carolina. The number one guy on the list, the number one guy on this list since uh, Branson Robinson committed in, on July the twenty second has been Kamari Wilson. He is in town this weekend, folks. In town this weekend, folks, for his official visit out of IMG Academy. Um, I think this is going to be as big as any visit for Georgia uh, this weekend, not just because he's the nation's number one safety, and Georgia could lose up to four safeties after this uh, incredible season and, and the games to play up ahead wind down. You know, Georgia could lose Lewis Seen, Chris Smith, uh, Latravius Brini, and Tyke Smith to the NFL. That's minus four safeties. Um, so that is certainly uh, certainly something to take a look at right there. Um, Kamari Wilson's the type of guy I think they could play right away, even on this Georgia defense. Maybe not start because there's guys like David Daniel um, waiting in the wings, Javon Bullard, Kamari Lassiter. Those guys have have shown they know what it's like to be a bulldog and to get on the field and earn some playing time early as true freshmen in the 2021 class. Um, but you know, I think Georgia uh, they can they can put on a pretty good put up a pretty good pitch and a pretty good picture with a depth chart for Kamari Wilson to really go a long way. It's going to be his first, uh, I believe it's his first game day visit to Georgia ever. He's going to be in town on an official, and he is a obviously a most wanted guy in the class, and he's been that way for quite some time. He has great relationships with Kirby Smart, uh, Jamil Adai, uh, and also. Also very much so Will Muschamp as well. Those are your top targets. I think we got some timelines to put up and show you guys. Um, but let's first, let's go to the other names to know. JoJo Bermudez, that's an impressive wide receiver. Shifty kind of Isaiah McKenzie type receiver out of uh, New Jersey. Drew Bobo, really that decision will come down to Auburn or Georgia. Be very interesting to see what Georgia does with the remainder of its offensive line class with uh, Jacob Hood committed, Griffin Scroggs committed, um, certainly very much in the race there for Ernest uh, Green the third out of uh, Bosco High in California. Um, you know, the young man that's committed to uh, committed to Florida State that will also be in town this weekend. We mentioned Dayon Bowie. I think this is a big weekend for Georgia and Dayon Bowie. Uh, Humphrey will be in town. Maybe Georgia um, moves the dial considerably there with Humphrey. Uh, maybe this is maybe the last chance for Bowie and Georgia to see how how great of a fit that would be uh, between those two parties in the class of 2022. Remember, Dayon Bowie um, uh, was committed to Georgia for some time uh, and, and one time was seen as one of the uh, anchor corners of this class. Uh, Jaden Gibson, uh, he's going to make his decision on October the 13th, I believe, same day as uh, Oscar Delk. He'll just do it about four hours earlier. Um, got a juke. We mentioned Mr. Humphrey. He's in town this weekend on a uh, on his official visit. The kicker, Chase Meyer, out of modern day uh, in uh, California. Walter Nolan. I saw some uh, I saw some queries and some topics, uh, some conversations trying to be started in the comments regarding Walter Nolan. I, I would say the things uh, the things as the things improve there with Christian Miller, Hero Canoe. Um, Big Bear Alexander, um, I think the chances of Walter Nolan becoming a Bulldog decrease. Walter Nolan uh, was recently um, sharing some comments on social media about how much he was liking Florida. Uh, Sean Washington, that's the guy that plays for the same high school that Cedric Von Prong Granger did. Um, look for him to make his way to Athens again this fall as well. On an official, uh, DJ Wesselak, and then that name right there, pretty close, guys. I want to see how this visit goes with uh, Shamar. I was pretty close to maybe going 12 on uh, the top targets and putting Shamar Stewart back there at 12. I remember early, you know, January, February, March, the first few months of uh, the top targets uh, when we started putting the 2022 class top targets out there, um, Shamar Stewart's name was on there. Uh, I, I believe you, I believe I teased some dates a little bit earlier. Let's take a look at some dates right here. Um, so I'm going to populate this name with a lot more now so you guys kind of get a big picture of what could be coming down the track. October the 13th, I mentioned Jaden Gibson. That's the four-star wide receiver out of Florida, about 6'5". Brilliant playmaker there, a type of guy that I think could enhance what Georgia currently doesn't have in this class at wide receiver. Florida is a big contender there for him as well. Uh, Oscar Delps' uh, date is now official. He's going to make his decision known on October the 13th. That's going to be around 7 o'clock on a, 
uh, that night. Uh, I think that's a Tuesday, I believe, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, because I know the game is on the uh, 16th with Kentucky. Uh, October 19th is five-star wide receiver Luther Burden, as discussed earlier in our program, when I gave you some cliff notes of what I saw and what I learned by going to visit Luther Burden III. Uh, he's going to be in town for his official visit for the Kentucky game. Uh, Big Bear Alexander is going to make his decision at the Under Armour All-American game on January the 2nd. And uh, Christian Miller is going to make his uh, public commitment decision uh, as well on uh, January the 7th. He will be at the All-American game in Texas. And folks, my, my lovely wife asked me this question, and I don't really know how it's going to work out yet. But for a fellow that tries to cover the Georgia team, uh, and also go to both of these all-star games where there's a lot of dudes in both games. I'm going to tell you that last weekend and last week in December and that first week of January is going to be uh, a trying time for my uh, Sky Miles account because uh, you're going to have, let's face it, guys, Georgia – the way they're trending right now, uh, regardless of whether they run the table and maybe win the SEC championship game or lose the SEC championship game, I think Georgia's going to be in the final four. And uh, the final four this year is in uh, the Orange Bowl. Uh, that would be in Miami. And then also the Cotton Bowl. That would be in Dallas. Uh, the the All-American Bowl is in San Antonio. And then the under-All-American game is in Orlando. So for me, uh, wherever Georgia goes, that'll be kind of a place where I need to be for an All-American game. Now, I could probably knock them all off uh, and uh, go visit Georgia on the 30th while I'm there uh, and then kind of make my way. Uh, if it's in Florida, it kind of works out better because then I can go from Miami to Orlando, cover the Under Armour All-American game, uh, and a couple of days before that, and then maybe uh, make my way to Texas afterwards. So I won't see my family or my dog Peaches at all during that week, but those are extremely uh, enticing problems to have. I'm sure you, pro you guys probably didn't want to see all that uh, inside baseball, but that just came to my mind right now when I was trying to tell, tell you how that, that kind of thought tree appeared in my brain when I started mentioning uh, when Big Barry Alexander will make his decision and also when Christian Miller will make his decision. Let's look right here. We've got the commitments uh, as a glass at, at a glance, 17 commits. Uh, I think they're number four nationally. They may be all the way down to five nationally now. Um Eight on offense, eight on defense, one special teams. That's the punter, Brett Thorson. Um, ten in state, seven out of state. There's one five-star. Uh, Fifteen in the SEC footprint, two beyond the SEC footprint. Um, currently only seven top 150 commits. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so, somebody brought up a good, good point. Derek Green brings up a point. Um, the national championship game is on January the 10th. Uh, that would be in Indianapolis. So uh, craziness. That's a that'd be a lot of travel over the span of about twelve days. Top targets for twenty twenty three. Robbie Pearson, I see your question. I think Georgia can take about twenty seven uh, spots, um, depending on the new NCA rules for getting portal guys back or guys going pro. I think 27 is the number to look at there. Top targets for 2023. Justice Haynes will be interesting to see if Justice is at Clemson or Georgia this weekend. Uh, Jonel Aguero, he's in town on an unofficial visit. This will be his first game day visit at Georgia. Uh, Malik Bryant, still waiting on confirmation whether Malik is going to make it into town. But, folks, there, there must be a van leaving from IMG Academy with all the ascenders heading this way. I would not be shocked to see Malik Bryant also in town for Georgia for an unofficial visit as well. LT Overton out of Milton High School, he's currently expected to be in town as well. A.J. Harris in 2023 is not expected uh, to be in town. He will be at LSU. Most important restock positions. Everybody remembers last week, Georgia picked up the commitment of Bo Hughley. I don't know. I think that was last Thursday uh, or Friday uh, when he made his decision. So uh, we haven't had a hedge since we talked about the top 100 offensive linemen. About 6'6", about 290 pounds already. Good feet. I think he's probably going to end up being a right tackle at Georgia. He was ready. His decision came down to Georgia or Georgia Tech. And when it's those two schools really at this point in time and on the college football food chain, that's really not, not that taxing of a decision. Uh, running back will be important as well. I think safety will be important in that class. Also, the offensive line, the offensive tackle position will be important as well. And, you know, kind of looking at some names and kind of looking at offensive line, 
I tell you what, Matt Luke's working kind of like Sam Pittman used to work when he was the O-line coach at Georgia. Um, I think the 2023 offensive line class could come together fairly easy uh, for the Bulldogs in 2023. They've already got Bo Hughley. Uh, they've got two commitments already in the class there as well to play uh, cornerback and kind of a versatile position. Of course, if you're just joining us, uh, K.N. Lee joined uh, the Georgia class at about 1230 today. He'd been a silent commitment, I believe, since uh, September the 13th, shortly after the uh, UAB game. Uh, Jermaine King has a funny line. Dear IMG, send all us all of your talent. I tell you that certainly the IMG pipeline is proven strong and fruitful so far. Um, and you know what, what? The thing about IMG that makes a lot of sense is those players have psychological training, weight training, mental training. Folks, most of their practices, I don't know if I've ever told you guys this before, but most of their practices take place in the morning, like between like, you know, 7 and 8 p.m. or 6 and 8 p.m., 6.30 and 8.30 p.m. And then they go to class and really the rest of their day after about 2 p.m. is unaccounted for. Um, those guys really have to stress time management. They're competing against about 35 other uh, FBS prospects in the program. So they've got to get sharp every day and that makes them all better. Um, the culture of competition makes them all better. And that's a good reason why a lot of those guys are, um, succeed and, you know, plug and play really well, uh, quickly at Georgia. There you have it. Uh, let's time, let me, let me take you, take you guys, uh, to span the globe of the world wide web. Um, uh, folks call it the online chatter. Here's some uh, tweets and things of interest I saw on social media that I want to share with you guys right now. Um, I think first on the list, looks as number three right here. This is what I was telling you about. Jonel Aguero, he's back in Athens this weekend. I think Ohio State's a contender there for him. I think LSU. I think Georgia is certainly in the mix there. Now, he's a Massachusetts native, just like Lewis Seen. He knows Lewis Seen a bit. Those guys have talked when he visited Georgia. Um, like I said earlier, Seen thinks that uh, Jonel will be better than him ferocious hitter. He likes taking pe people's heads off. He told me when we wrote about him over the summer, because we kind of got the feeling uh, Georgia was working him really hard and he was very interested in Georgia as well. Uh, he ran a four, three, eight laser time in the 40 at IMG Academy. I don't know if you could combine Eric Stokes and Lewis Seen, that would be probably the type of safety that we're talking about here with uh, Jonel Aguero. He's a five-star. He's a top 30 overall recruit in the 2023 class. And on any list that I can fathom to put together, I would put Mr. Aguero among the five um, five or six most important, important visitors of the weekend, um, including, you know, Shamar. I mean, it's really fast, fascinating. You got to go Shamar. You got to go Big Bear. You got to go uh, Mikael Williams. You got to go Kamari Wilson. Jonel Aguero, is he a 2023 that cracks that top five, top six? Maybe. Um, he's just that talented of a safety, uh, I think. Um, so, in the, again, Philip Jordan-Wells, PJW is right on it. Um, you know, <laughs> I can tell you guys a lot of things about a player, but when um, Lewis Seen basically uh, touts it out on social media that he thinks a young man will be better than him, and then I can um, kind of – parallel it with I kind of see the skill sets of uh, Lewis Seen and, and Eric Stokes kind of colliding there. That's how special of a player I think Mr. Aguero will be on Saturdays. Um, next up, we've got Justin Benton. Didn't mention his name during the visitors because he's not a top, he's not a top, you know, 125 overall prospect. Uh, otherwise, that list would have gotten very long and it would have resembled kind of a, a a Civil War Ken Burns miniseries here as I was going over, going through all the key visitors for this weekend or all the, you know, just rated recruits that will be visiting this weekend. But Justin Benton, the son of Philip Benton, uh, he's about six, one and a half, about 270, playing very well down at IMG Academy. He he did something which I think made a lot of sense for him. You know, I, I know Newton High School was great for him and he loved those coaches at Covington. But I think Justin had to find a proving ground. He, he had to go down there at IMG Academy earn a spot on the field and make a bunch of plays and earn the respect out of all those future SEC players and Big 12 players and Big 10 players there. Justin Benton has carved out his na a name as a very viable defender at IMG Academy. He's kind of like that Grady Jarrett type player where he, he doesn't have great size, not great height or length, but he's just a football player. He makes plays with relentless effort. Um, he is a Georgia legacy. Um, he will be back in Athens on Saturday. I think that is still a very uh, interesting visit to track there as well because in a lot of ways, Justin Benton will be coming home on Saturday to see the Bulldogs play. Um, 
Lots of back and forth here on the uh, pages. We got Daniel Calhoun. Guys, this is a 2024, guys, that I'm going to start making sure you guys know about. So Daniel Calhoun's got about size 15 feet. He's about 6'6", 340. And he has uh, the 2021 season, the 2022 season, and the 2023 season still to go. Plays for Centennial High School. He really enjoyed himself uh, in Athens for the uh, the game with um, – the game with uh, South Carolina, uh, or was it UAB? He was there for UAB, excuse me. Uh, he took up a, almost two or three seats by himself. He'll be back in Athens for the second time uh, this year. Um, next up we've got, um, I believe this is the tweet from Oscar Delt. Uh, he's committing on Wednesday, October the 13th at 6.50 p.m. in the West Forsyth High School cafeteria. He'll be live on Fox 5 in Atlanta. Um, really great young man. I was kind of kidding with somebody on social media. They were going to find out where I was going to be and I, on that day. And I basically just said, you know, Oscar Delp is one of those rare kids, man, that is just rare young men, let me say. 6'5", 230 is really not a kid. But I kind of kidded, and this is the way I feel. I would be I would be in the house that day, even if, he, even if I knew he was going to go play at Bishop Sycamore University. That young man has just been a treat to cover. Um, very rare that you meet a combination of great player, great person, um, extremely easy and uh, fun to deal with like Oscar Delp is there right well. So if it's Clemson, if it's Georgia, if it's South Carolina, if it's Michigan, they're going to get a heck of a young man, not just a heck of a player. Uh, Julio Humphrey, uh, his name is Julian. If you guys remember from this summer, both he, both he and Dayon Bowie um, were, wearing, um, were wearing their all red, the red shirts with the red pants on their visits to Georgia in uh, late June and late July. Uh, he's in town for his official visit. Now he's out of Houston, Texas. He ran a 10 five, five. He is really fast in the hundred meters, kind of an all around more versatile defensive back. Um, he is going to be in town on his official visit currently committed to Florida. And he had some swagger about him being a Florida Gators commitment. Um, after that, uh, near win, uh, uh, or proud loss, whatever you want to say, against Alabama in the Swamp earlier this month. Uh, Julian Humphrey certainly would be a welcome addition to the Georgia class if Georgia could pull off the flip there. Neat little edit here that came. Uh, I think it's, this was from Georgia, but C.J. Madden tweeted it out. Uh, he's the most recent commitment for Georgia in the 2022 cycle. Um, Georgia's had two 2023 commitments uh, since uh, he chose Georgia. Um, a couple of uh, – chose Georgia about a couple of weeks ago, but you got all 17 members of the class right now. And I'm going to show you how quickly I can play along. Michael, I want you to leave this graphic up, but um, they, they didn't, uh, obviously I'm going to, I'm going to be your cut line right here. Starting from the top, Brett Thorson, uh, Griffin Scroggs, Cole Spear, uh, Dylan Bell. That's the wide receiver out of Texas, Jacob Hood, uh, the lineman out of Nashville, uh, Tennessee. Uh, the guy on the next is Ja'Cory Thomas out of, um, out of Boone High School in Orlando, Florida. Uh, you've got uh, – <laughs> excuse me. I'm getting messages come up here. In the middle, uh, let's go Tyree West going from right to left. Tyree West, uh, the next guy. Um, you've got um, – excuse me. Hold on. All these messages are coming in. So you got Tyree West. That's a defensive lineman out of Tifton. Uh, then you've got um, not really a good picture of him, but that is uh, Marquise uh, Groves Killebrew uh, right there uh, next to Tyree West. You got CJ Washington out of Cedartown High School in Cedartown, Georgia. Jordan James out of Oakland High School in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. That's the really, really underrated running back. You got Denylon Morissette right there out of uh, North Cobb High School. Uh, had a Blazing start, blazing start in his 2021 senior season once he got off, got back on the field after his hand and wrist injury. Darius Smith right there, that's out of Appling County in Baxley, Georgia, right underneath uh, the six foot six kind of Lorenzo Floyd uh, clone in uh, Mr. Smith out of uh, out of the Coastal Empire there in Appling County. You've got Gunnar Stockton. Uh, next to him is Jalen Walker, C.J. Madden, as I mentioned before. Mr. 500 and peanut butter and jelly sandwiches over about six months. Um, that is him. Uh, he is in, uh, he is in the very middle. Next is Malachi Starks. Uh, 
Malachi Starks, that's a unique picture of Malachi Starks. He's got the hoodie on, makes him sort of look like a Jedi master. Uh, the only five-star currently in the Georgia class. And then the guy on the right, you guys don't need, need me to tell who need me to tell you who that guy is. That is the after picture for everyone. Uh, that would be Branson Robinson. That right there is 17 guys right there currently, uh, the Georgia 2020 recruiting class. Somebody asked what how big that I think the uh how big that I think the class can be. I think um, it can get up to about 27, maybe 28, depending if Georgia even tries to, to blue shirt a couple guys. But um, right there you have all 17 members of the Georgia 2022 recruiting class. I think they're currently number five um, right now in the country um, in the uh, class of 2022 on the 24-7 sports team composite ratings. Excellent graphic. I think um, a lot of you guys would agree. Probably going to be hard to uh, top, uh, hard to top uh, that graphic in terms of the ones that you've seen so far. This is the five-star defensive lineman, folks. He is a grown man, uh, 270, 265, 270. He's been in that range for most of the last five or six months. I'm told uh, – I think he's – most people wondered if he can be an outside edge linebacker, but – uh, depending on what Georgia does with the class, depending on how Georgia recruits him down the stretch, I think Georgia will get a couple more visits, including an official visit from Mr. Stewart. Um, I think he's going to be a defensive end in college, and he's going to be a terrific defensive end in college as well. Kind of the type of guy where you see um, the young man uh, at um, young man at Oregon, uh, who's basically seen as the most disruptive force. Uh, in college football right now, I think that's the type of player that Shamar Stewart uh, will be is the terrific uh, Oregon Duck uh, defensive end. Um, Shamar Stewart will be taking an unofficial visit to Georgia this weekend. This is Jalen Walker, guys. Jalen Walker is kind of in his – he's kind of in his way right now. He's kind of enjoying himself right now as one of the anchor commitments of the class, one of the most uh, leadership-type qualities in, in keeping the class together and organizing the class. Uh, he's had this tweet to uh, Christian Miller after – is a very good friend, uh, Kay and Lee, uh, committed to Georgia today. Just sent a wave. Uh, I think there's been some great tweets and graphics across social media that I think C.J. Madden had a lot to do with this as well, how Georgia would uh, go three for three with a sweep of Cedar Grove. That would be C.J. Madden. That would be Kay and Lee, and that would also be Christian Miller. He's just kind of saying, hey, man, how you doing? Uh, I see you. Uh, this is how things are going right there. Um Jalen Walker, uh, really enjoying the role he's playing in the class um, going forward. Look at this one, guys. This was a tweet from earlier this week, and somebody on uh, Bourbon Sirius, uh, the Twitter user Bourbon Sirius, had this one. And this was a part of the, the broadcast where they, they, they had Mel Kuyper's top 10 by position in the 2022 NFL draft. Look at all those Bulldogs there in the top amongst the top 10. Folks, that's Kamari Wilson, the five-star safety, putting up the five-dog emoji right there. He liked what he was seeing right there. Uh, Kamari Wilson, again, he's going to be in Athens this weekend on an official visit. Um, and this one, guys, look at this video right here. This is the Nylon Morissette. Uh, incredibly skilled wide receiver commitment in this class. Look at this. Look at this tip drill right here. Look at the, 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 the tweet here has a good summation of it, but look at the body control, the wherewithal, the ball skills, the coordination, the ball, the way to track this ball while falling. Um, this is a highlight level catch, uh, highlight level catch. This is so nice. I want to show it twice. Michael, run that, run that thing back again, turbo right here. Um, take a look at this play right here. Look at that. Juggling ball in the air, tip drill, comes away with the first down. Uh, I think Cole Rossiter said, says it best right here. That is a sheesh play right there. Florida fan, good to see you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on how much you guys really enjoy having uh, Julian Humphrey in the class. Uh, Ace Dog brings up a very good disclaimer. None of these guys have actually signed yet. They can't actually sign until early signing day. That is correct. That is currently the Georgia commitment class. Uh, for uh, 2022. Um, and then Will Clay C. You know, I, Will, I was kind of going for that. Who's a, who's, who here is a fan of The Wire? Who's a fan of Clay Davis? Uh, that was one of those she – that was one of those plays. You guys know The Wire. If you, knows, if you guys know Clay Davis, you know what I'm talking about right there. 
Um, let's show it. Uh, let's show it again. Uh, Ace Dog, you're talking about the graphic that's blurry. Um, sometimes that's what happens when you try to stream uh, stream a video, share share a video from one laptop to another, from one laptop to the screen, and the broadcast uh, via the restream technology. Um, but guys, you got some questions. I think we've ran through the online chatter. We've ran through all that tonight. Um, you guys got any thoughts? Uh, let me see. Whatever you got. I think I've seen some questions about Arch Manning. I'll have an update tomorrow uh, about Arch Manning on dognation.com. Uh, kind of deals with where I, I, I kind of think things stand. There won't be there won't be a lot of information that comes out regarding Arch Manning and this recruitment. That's kind of the way the Manning family wants to handle it. But um, this will kind of provide as good a picture as we possibly can to you good readers of dognation.com where things are at right now. Um, I uh, got some folks that know, um, got, got some folks that know, well, um, folks, let's have some feedback. Let's have some interactive collaboration and group think. Ace Dog says his broadcast is fuzzy. Might this be an issue with um, more than one user or would this be isolated to Ace Dogs, uh, maybe internet connection or what might be going through with his uh, Wi-Fi connection? Um, William Gleaton has a question. He wants to know, does the move by Bayer to IMG give Georgia a leg up? What I think it really does is it levels the playing field. It takes away the home field advantage. He's not living in Texas anymore. If he decides to move out of state, well, that will have already happened. He'll have a chance to see what it's like. I will say this, um, and it also takes away the ability of him to go visit Texas A&M multiple back-to-back weekends all the time to go visit practices. Um, while he's still in the state of Texas, I will say this, and this is probably the perspective I should have from covering Georgia as long as I have. Um, sometimes you see with Georgia boys that go off to IMG, uh, it gives them kind of a 13th grade experience where they see, OK, so that's what living away from home is going to be like and living away from my family and living away with my people. I think Isaac Nauta is a great example. Isaac Nauta was um committed to Florida State at one time and really thought that was the move back when Florida State was still that kind of program. And he moved to IMG and IMG kind of showed it what would be like for him to be away going to school in Florida and away from his loved ones and his, his family back home. And I think that that made an impact on him. Uh, so that's sometimes the way things can maybe backfire for the home state school uh, or, or back or it can amplify the pull from the home state school when it comes to a guy that goes to ING. Uh, I think, like I said, I've said a couple of times on this program to kind of fully answer your question about Big Bear Alexander. I think he's going to be faced with a decision where he has to choose between his head and he has to choose between his heart. And I think Georgia's chances have improved there. And I think Georgia's chances, the way Georgia is playing, combined with the way uh, it's playing on defense and how Jordan Davis is becoming one of the top five or six names, stars, megawatt stars in college football. Uh, the way that direction of things is going with Georgia compared with the way maybe Texas A&M lost to Arkansas last week. I think a lot of things are working right now in Georgia's favor. But I still think, to be certain, to be clear, uh, I want you guys to hear what I'm saying here. I think it's still going to be a very close and a very tight race there for uh, Big Bear Alexander. Uh, Zach Bullock wants to know, Oscar Delp is committing five minutes from your house. Well, he said on his tweet that everybody is welcome. He wants everybody to come as possible, everybody that could come. Uh, Jermaine King, got a good question. If Georgia ends up with Bayer, will this be the craziest recruiting battle I've ever witnessed? No, sir. It's a good, it's a good thought, and I like where you're going with that, but I would say Zachary Evans, who is a grown man in college football right now for those TCU Horned Frogs, uh, definitely takes the cake as the most intriguing uh, – and one that needs his own 30 for 30, man. That, that recruitment will probably need its own 30 for 30. Uh, CB Dog Forest got a question. Does the weekend's visit really have a chance to sway Smoke Bowie back to UGA? Uh, I think it's going to be very clear after this weekend whether um, Dayon Bowie and uh, Georgia – are, are kind of still a good fit. I think that's the best way I can say that. Paul Moon has a thought about Big Bear Alexander. Never really thought, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be clear. I'll be clear. So, you know, I, I think you guys remember the coverage about um, he visited Georgia in June. Uh, 
And he said he, he felt so thankful and so blessed to be able to recruited, to be recruited and have the opportunity to play at the university of Georgia. He gave me that famous quote where he said he had red, red and black running through his veins. A couple of days later, he decommits. And then he uh, visits after he visits Texas A&M. I think it's very clear here to say this. I think it was an important stretch of his recruitment for the month of June and July where he did not make a commitment. And then he got back to Georgia and then bear you folks, you don't know how well you did. He told me this himself. When you guys were at Charlotte for the Georgia Clemson game, you noticed him. You said, hi, you were nice. You made him feel like he was still wanted and needed and beloved by the university of Georgia fan base. And I think that went a long way with him and he saw how Georgia played. And I think Georgia's chances have just been augmented since then. Uh, Cole Rossiter, there's always somebody at the door. This is the part of the, this is what I would call the witching hour of the, uh, before the hedges weekly Wednesday night broadcast. When my daughter gets home from volleyball practice and my son gets home from speed and agility, he's about six feet and a little, a little change. And he's in eighth grade. Uh, this is the part where this house gets grand central station. Uh, usually there's some, um, my lovely wife has whipped up and found some miracle to get food on the table for everybody when she's bringing people home. But uh, that's what those things are for. Uh, <laughs> Hugh Nash wants to say, uh, wants to say, hi, Jeff, Peaches and all. Yeah, Peaches has been pretty quiet. That's that's a first. I guess there haven't been any people, many people walking by the door with I got my, maybe it's darker outside because of the time change and the, where we are at with the calendar. Uh, yeah, Paul Moon brings it up a good point. Yeah, he has 7.9 yards per carry. I watch every week, and Zach Evans' yards per carry somehow tend to go up. Uh, Mike James has a question about Walter Nolan. Uh, Walter, uh, I think the yin and the yang here, the yin would be how well George's chances can kind of slightly increase steadily with Big Bear Alexander. I think that's things are going in the other direction there with Walter uh, Nolan as well. Uh, William Gleaton wants to know about the Arkansas game. Well, I've been talking about that with a lot of folks this week. Uh, I think Arkansas is going to play a good game. I think I can see this game being something like 30 to 10, uh, which would be right at the number. Um, a lot of folks that I'm not a sports wagering enthusiast by any means, but a lot of folks think the safest uh, line in that game would be the first half line where Georgia is kind of favored by plus nine and a half. That's one thing to consider. I think which makes this game a little bit more dicey would be the um, the health and the relative health and the, the way um, the functional health, let me say that better, of uh, JT Daniels. Uh, I think how much he can play, how effectively he can play will go a long ways. I think both teams will try to shut down the run game. Uh, Arkansas's quarterback apparently is also very limited and not in optimum health as well. Uh, let me see. Catfish. Well, that's a catfish question, actually. I don't know if I'm trying to get some synergy with your username, but um, uh, does Travis Shaw come back into play with UNC really struggling? No, I don't think so. I think Travis Shaw committed for all the right reasons, not for uh, what a schedule was doing and how well a team was performing. I think he is a stable type recruit, um, the type of recruit that would not go anywhere, depending on the wins or losses of the season. So, can't, can't all be good news here on our program with the way things in Georgia's recruiting class is going. I just think Travis Shaw is a guy that will very likely stay committed to Georgia – excuse me, stay committed to North Carolina no matter what happens. Kind of the way I would, I, would, I would expect things to go with a lot of guys in this Georgia class. If Georgia would have still been kind of tinkering and sputtering on offense and maybe, maybe would have lost the Clemson game. Uh, I would have – I think maybe there would be guys like Malachi Starks, Gunnar Stockton, uh, Jalen Walker um, that were going to be dogs. And once they made up their mind they were dogs, they were going to be dogs. That's just – and I think every recruiting class needs about seven, eight, nine, ten guys that um, are just in love with where they're at and where they're committed to regardless of the way the winds blow. There you have it, guys. It's been another Wednesday Night Live. 
Um, before the hedges, I'd like to thank each and every one of you guys for joining us. Um, love taking those questions at the end. I feel like I could answer about 20 more, um, but I do like to keep this program right around an hour. Sometimes some friends and colleagues goose me because they're like, you got too much stuff in before the hedges, all these interviews, um, all these tweets and all these graphics uh, and all these charts. Uh, they're like, why don't you make it a 30, 40 minute show? And that'd be so much easier. But from what I hear from the majority of you guys, I think you guys like the way that we're doing things right now with it. Um, I think when it comes to Georgia football, I think you good people have an insatiable appetite. And hopefully the information we try to deliver as best we can every Wednesday feeds that beast mode of an insatiable appetite for all things Georgia football. Folks, this is a week I want you to wrap your arms around it and hug it tightly because we were dying for this in the, in the, in the year 2020. Uh, not only is there a big game in Sanford Stadium where everybody's going to be there, there are going to be recruits there, there's going to be game day there, there's going to be a packed house. The families of these players are going to be in town uh, cheering their boys on, but you have a big recruiting weekend. Uh, it's, really, it's really a dream top 10 matchup, ESPN. Who cares what time it is? Um, like, it's not like everybody's not going to be in Athens at nighttime anyway, regardless of the way that game goes or even the way that game is expected to go. I think it's one of those things where we all be thankful for. We have another opportunity to gather in Sanford Stadium in Athens and uh, go between the hedges, even though right now on Wednesday nights, we're always before the hedges. I thank each and every one of you guys for joining us. I'm Jeff Sintel. We'll see you again later on the pages of dognation.com. God bless you, everybody. Have a great week and be nice to each other out there. It's a wonderful world. Let's go, I'm a bulldog. So Georgia, who won't pick it? I love the family atmosphere and the way they handle business. Education is important, trying to reach the next level. I want the best in life, I never settle. 